This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hey, good morning, good afternoon. Where you happen to be at this very moment, you are here live with uh, Dr. Jeff Weber here, your host for the next 30 minutes here on Pet Life Radio's Ask the Vet with Dr. Jeff. The keyword, Ask the Vet. So that's me. Ask me. Give me a call. You can reach me a number of ways. Number one, the uh, old-fashioned way, toll-free number 877-385-8882. You can also join us here live on Google Hangouts. Here's how you do that. You log on to Pet Life Radio. Dot com. You click on the Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff tab, and you scroll down to a nice Google Hangouts link. Click on it, and you will be here live with me, with our producer, Mark. And you can show your pets. You can ask your questions. You can get your, you know, your video phone going. Let me see that limp that you've been worried about. Let me see that lesion on the skin or the eye problem or the mouth, whatever the case may be. Ask away. As I say a million times, you guys got to get used to this because telehealth slash telemedicine is here. It's not something that's going to be happening. It is here. And there are groups out there. I'm involved in one called Live DVM, where you can actually contact a live veterinarian 24 hours a day. And so instead of going to Dr. Google and getting bad advice or getting sensationalized advice or worrying about something that happens once in a in 10 practice lifetimes, you're going to find out the real possibilities, the real problems, and what you can do to uh, have them treated Etc. We can talk. We're going to talk about telemedicine and telehealth in a future show. But just get used to using your phone, using your computer to communicate with, talk to a veterinarian, maybe get some information, but real information instead of canned information, which is what you get from Doctor Google because you can't talk to anybody. And there's no such thing as you just can't say, "Oh, well, my dog is vomiting." There are so many reasons that a dog can vomit, and Google doesn't ask you back. Well, what, what did he eat last night? Was there any change in diet? Anything that could have stressed him out? Is there construction going on next door? I mean, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. What's coming up? How long after he eats does it come up? Is it maybe a regurgitation? So you, you get it. You see how many, how many different things we need to know in order to advise you, in order to make a diagnosis. So, um, so it's something you should get used to. So try it out. Join us live here on Google Hangouts. Anyway, um, as we like to do on our show, I just did something really cool. There's something new that it's not only open to the veterinary community. It's called the Bridge Club, started by a good friend of mine, Catherine Haskins, who I used to work with um, when she was at Edelman PR out of Chicago. And Edelman uh, worked with some of the companies that I often work with. So um, we've known each other for a long time. Anyway, she's starting a, a Bridge Club. It's going to be an online, it's a video discussion, if you will. We don't want to make it like a lecture. So for example, I was the, I did the first one, which was this past week on Thursday. And we were talking, oh my God, interestingly, telemedicine and telehealth. So I just gave 10 minutes of just my experience, you know, where the, the field is going, why it's becoming so important, why the mindset of you, the pet owner, pet lover, pet parent, is changing. The needs are changing. And most everybody wants answers now. They don't want to get in the car, go to the doctor, wait for 15, 20 minutes, half hour or more in the waiting room when they can pick up the phone, log on their computer, get their app, and just talk to somebody right away. And as far as emergencies, oh my God, that's where it's really amazing. Since 80% of emergencies aren't, I've said that a zillion times. So when you rush, because your office is closed at night, your hospital, and so you rush in the car because you're panicked. 
And the recording tells you if this is an emergency, go to such and such XYZ emergency clinic, which you do, and you get reamed because it wasn't an emergency, but they're still going to do the blood test, do the exam, just walk in the door is at least $125. In our area, it's $175. So, I mean, it's insane. So, uh, you know, just to be able to pick up your uh, live DVM app and get a hold of somebody, talk to them, find out what the problem is, how it started. And most 80% of the time, the answer will be, you know what? You can try this and that, but no problem. You can wait till tomorrow morning and see your regular doctor, regular fees, et cetera, instead of emergency fees. So um, it's really good stuff. Look, I always say about the web, about Dr. Google, certainly a source of a lot of information, but unfortunately, a source of a lot of misinformation. And um, when you have an interaction with somebody, there are so many things that you will be asked based on those answers will determine is this something that we really need to worry about? Or this is something that, no, it's okay. It seems worse than it is. It's not. Well, you can wait till tomorrow. So a um, couple of things, perusing the American Veterinary Smart Brief News and the American Animal Hospital Association briefs. Just food for dogs. It's really, I'm kind of big here in West Hollywood, but there are many of them, uh, mostly in the West. They have to recall some batches of two of their fish and sweet potato, and this called turdican beef and russet potato. I have no idea what turdican is. Anyway. They were cooked and then frozen, and they found listeria. Listeria is a very, very serious bacterium and uh, can cause a lot of sickness, a lot of illness. So anyway, they had to recall because of these things. And um, I think it's interesting that even with cooking, it didn't kill off the, the bacteria. It usually does. But as we know from pasteurization processes, it has to be a super high heat for a period of time to kill off you know, all bacteria. So anyway, just an FYI. I thought this story was kind of nice. A physician, not a veterinarian, but a physician who, his name is Gary Carlson, graduated from Oregon State University, just donated $50 million. I, I, I guess he was a plastic surgeon. <laughs> I don't know. Many physicians who have, who, unless he was really good in real estate, but have $50 million to donate. But he donated to the School of Veterinary Medicine and uh, he wants to expand his teaching hospital and also to create an endowment for future veterinary instructors, which I thought was great. And this was the best. His reason, he feels that pets give people, and this is in quotes, a special comfort and support that allows us to embrace life more fully. That's really cool. So this is coming from an MD who could have donated to his medical school, Oregon State Medical, but no, no, no. He wanted to donate to the veterinary school. And um, that's really, really nice. And it's true. It's true what he says about pets. They do comfort and support us and allow us to embrace life more fully. And um, maybe that's why I have so many. All right. Next up, a two-year-old. And this is interesting. This is called an Amur, A-M-U-R, leopard. Apparently, there are only 60 remain in the wild. And this two-year-old, a gorgeous cat, and was diagnosed with distemper virus. Now, mind you, a leopard is a feline. and it was affected by, infected and affected by a canine distemper virus. And that's serious that if it can cross the species and start affecting cats, especially a cat where there are only 60 left in the wild, that's really bad. This is not anything new to a veterinarian. Sometimes it is new to MDs because we learn about this in school. But a canine roundworm called Toxicara canis, many of the roundworms, by the way, uh, Toxascaris, Toxicara, they are infective to us, to people, through fecal-oral transmission. That is when, mostly in children, uh, many times in more like third-world countries where sanitation is not practiced as well, the knowledge, the education isn't there, 
But if you have a dog who is shedding tapeworm eggs and they leave a little present in your yard or in your front yard, and then your kids are outside, they're playing, and the ball happens to roll over one such piece of left behind by this dog. I'm trying to be so delicate here. And then he's playing with the ball still and then goes inside. And before washing his hands, he eats his sandwich. Well, guess what? He could be infected by a tapeworm egg, which turns into a tapeworm larva, and they can migrate in different parts of the body, visceral liver migrants, and they can migrate to a number of places, including including eyes, including the brain. So we got to be really careful. Anyway, just know that kids can inadvertently ingest eggs. They're not, they're not going after and eating poop. It's just something that was in there. It was in the grass. It rained. It all got sort of dissolved. And then they're, they're outside playing in that grass, and they put their fingers in their mouth. So um, the CDC estimates that 16 million people have been exposed to Toxicara larva. That's pretty bad. So um, usually dogs here receiving regular veterinary care, checkup, fecal exams, dewormings when they're puppies, etc. don't seem to have roundworm infections. But if there is any doubt, if you have kids in the house and you have a new dog, a new puppy, make sure by all means that the puppy is checked for parasites. And here's also, also an interesting fact. And I found this very interesting that, a, and it's just an example of, but a wild bottlenose dolphin so they're called, ready for this, they burn anywhere from 16,500 to 33,000 calories per day. 16,000 to 33,000. That's a lot of calories. But what does that mean if they are burning that many calories per day? Well, let's face it. They have to eat 22 to 55 pounds of fish. Of course, depending on ocean temperature, depending on their activity level, etc., but, but on average, 22 to 55 pounds of fish per day to maintain that caloric need because they're going to burn 16,500 to 33,000 calories a day. Can you imagine? Could you, think about it. That's unbelievable. We are on a 2,000 calorie a day diet. Uh, they're talking 8 to 15 times what we eat. That, that's a lot of calories and that's a lot of fish you got to eat to maintain it just to survive. Oh, yeah. One last thing before we take a break. And this is something that, yes, we know that animals, cats and dogs, domesticated animals have different enzymes. Uh, that's why something that could be safe for one may not be safe for another species, etc. However, that cats and essential oils don't mix. So when you think about it, not only do they not mix, but they could be deadly. Essential oils could be deadly because they lack an enzyme from the liver able to break down essential oils. So if you have anything that you use, anything that's an essential oil around the house, anything that you have a cat, and we know cats are inquisitive, they want to check into everything. So be very, very careful with essential oils because should they lick or eat essential oils, it could be, and I'm not saying it is, but it could be very, very seriously deadly, that's pretty serious, to a cat. So um, just be careful, take a lot of care and concern with your essential oils. So uh, anyway, it is that time for a midway break. Once again, 877-385-8882. Surely there is something that we talk about that strikes a nerve. Surely there is something that you are just dying to know about with your pet. And now's the time because it's free. I mean, even when you do telemedicine telehealth, it's going to cost you. It's not going to cost you as much as an emergency clinic. It's not going to cost you as much as the exam uh, if you had you gone into the office, but it's going to cost you. Here on Pet Life Radio, Ask the Vest with Dr. Jeff. The advice, the information is free. So take advantage of it. 
Anyway, don't go away. When we come back, we're going to talk about Super Bowl Sunday coming up a few weeks away, February 4th. And just how does that involve our pets? Oh, we're going to go there. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. I love cleaning the litter box, said no one ever. Luckily, there's World's Best Cat Litter, the litter that promises less mess with less litter. Only World's Best Cat Litter uses the concentrated power of corn to quickly trap odors in tight clumps. And quick clumping means you never have to chisel or scrape the box. Less cleanup with less wasted litter? That's a litter bit amazing. Save $2 on World's Best Cat Litter. Visit www.saveonworldsbest.com. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Pick up two bottles of Licker Chops, get the third bottle free. New improved Licker Chops with omega-6, omega-3, vitamin E, and now six extra direct-fed microbials. Even better for the digestive tract and immune system. And dogs love it. Try Licker Chops. Buy two, get one free. This is Henry Lukasiewicz for Dynavite. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. And welcome back. You're here live with Dr. Jeff Werber. And, um, we left. We talked about Super Bowl, and I am not going to have a chance because there's only going to be one week in between next Sunday, and I am off to the Colorado Veterinary Medical Association in conjunction with the American Animal Hospital Association called Ski CE. It's a lot of fun. So we're going to Vail, and it's just that. It's going to be skiing and snowboarding during the day and early morning and late uh, later in the afternoon, early evening, our sessions, and uh, it's really a lot, a lot of fun. So uh, last year we were in Breckenridge. Got to have a picture of me up on, it's a run up in Breckridge called Imperial Express. And there's a sign up there when you get to the top of the lift. And the sign says, welcome to Imperial Express, the highest lift in North America, 12,870 something feet. Pretty amazing. You start feeling the thin air and what they call altitude, lightheadedness, sickness, if you will. Even when you're just, you're not doing anything. You're not even exerting. You're just, you're just sitting on the lift going up. And they say it happens. It starts happening for sure above 12,000 feet. Well, this is 12,807. It's almost 13,000 feet. So, uh, yeah, this year it's in Vail. Looking forward. But while the nine o'clock hour, I will be in the air. So, uh, so this is the last time I really have a chance to talk about Super Bowl. And you were saying, well, Super Bowl pets, they don't, they don't watch TV. Well, first of all, one of my dogs, one of my Frenchies is a TV monster. He watches everything. So, um, in fact, he can, looks like he's sleeping and a, another animal, a cartoon character, a caricature, anything that's not human hits that TV screen. He is literally ready to jump into the TV. It's adorable. But there are some issues that you just need to know about when we think about Super Bowl. Many of you are going to have parties. Many of you are going to have a lot of people over. And I just wanted to go through a list of some of the potential dangers and un- not unlike other holidays, but these things are real. And let's face it, when you have people over and you have pets, first of all, some pets like to jump on counters and take. That's like mine. Sometimes you have company who thinks it's so cute 
They give, oh my God, look at that. He's drooling on my, my lap. Let me give him a little something to eat. So chicken wings, small bones. They can splinter, they can puncture, they can tear through an esophagus. There are many, many things with, with well, we know poultry bones in general, but those little chicken wings, they're so small. As soon as they take that first bite, they sharpen them, they can splinter and then cause some damage. Salsa and guacamole. That's a perfect one. You got your chips, your Doritos, whatever, your Tostitos, Tostada chips. And, and um, so onions alone in salsa, they're raw. Remember, raw onions, raw garlic can be a problem to dogs and cats. They're toxicity. They can cause damage to red blood cells. So um, definitely want to be very careful with things with raw onions, raw garlic. So that means the salsa and the guacamole, you have to exercise a lot of caution. Other things we have, we have little big things with nuts, all sorts of different nuts. We have walnuts, we have macadamia nuts. These things potentially also can be toxic to our pets. First of all, there's a lot of fat that cause pancreatitis, but there are other agents in walnuts called walnut toxicities that can cause issues as well. How about beer? Well, for sure, when we think of beer, dogs like beer. In fact, I per- personal dogs, uh, as many of you know, I've mentioned before, that when I went away to college, this is back in um, 1972, and I brought, I went to Berkeley, and I brought my Labrador, Thor, with me to Berkeley, which was so much fun. I mean, it was just so much fun having this dog in college with me. And I was at one of these TG parties, as you all know what TG parties are. And all of a sudden, my dog is running around. He was so social. He was a magnificent, huge, over 100 pounds, like 110 pound black Labrador with a, this monstrous head. He was just stunning. And uh, all of a sudden, some guy is uh, sitting there and he's noticing his hands getting all wet. <laughs> he looks down and his beer was at his side. And there's good old Thor lapping up this guy's beer. Well, he thought it was so funny that he started letting him lap the beer, which then the guy next to him thought that was so funny. He let him. P.S. My dog got drunk. Um, I Before I knew it, he is literally staggering. At one point, we were taking a little jog home and we got to cross the street and we had to turn the corner, make a 90 degree right turn. He could not make the turn fully and he like ran himself into a tree. So yes, dogs can get drunk. Uh, if it's done with routine, I doubt any of you are going to ever let that happen with routine. But yes, they get alcohol poisoning as well. Other things, fatty foods, if you're going to have hot dogs, baked beans, anything that you're going to have that is too rich. Rich foods can uh, induce pancreatitis. And with pancreatitis, very, very serious problem. And um, there have been dogs that have died from acute pancreatitis. So just know. Other things, a lot of people coming over. There's a lot of loud noise. So, you know, I would say that just be careful. If you have dogs that freak out, you may consider things like, you know, get the comms vest, which is amazing. C-A-L-M-Z, check it out. Things like natural supplements like valerian, passion flower could be helpful. Anything where there's a noise phobia or a noise anxiety, a product that I like called Cilio from Zoetis, S-I-L-E-O. That too is perfect for noise phobias. So, um, that's why it's also great for like 4th of July fireworks. But whenever there's going to be a lot of loud noise, a lot of high volume on the TV, etc. And again, remember, some dogs freak out. So you want to make sure they don't try to escape when people are coming over, uh, making sure if you have one such pet that makes it, likes to make a beeline out the door, now's the time to watch them, maybe put them in a back room, a separate room, until sort of some of the commotion calms down from people coming over. And then this will just add to everyone's safety. And as I said, there are some natural things too. Look for things with valerian, passion flower, chamomile, California poppy, etc. These are all having natural calming effect on our dogs. And of course, any decorations, you know, if there's streamers or whatever you're going to put up, 
Uh, if you have cats, especially cats love to play with stringy things, they will go after them. So it's a fun time. Um, we're all looking forward to it. We'll know by the end of today who's going to be joining, who's going to be meeting on February 4th in the Super Bowl. And I know a lot of bets are out there. I am not getting involved in those. However, I do have a annual Super Bowl pool that I enter. I actually, I won it a couple of years ago. I, I won the, actually the grand prize. It wasn't a lot. But um, yeah, I, I, the final score at the end of the game, I won it. So uh, anyway, there we have it for today. I want you to have a great week, everybody. Have a great two weeks, everybody. As I said, I will be going from one conference. And then right after that, I have VMX. VMX is the, it's sort of a, it's, it's an old, two old conferences that are joining together. It is the North American Veterinary Con uh, Conference and the American Animal Hospital Association Conference are joining together for VMX, Veterinary Medical Expo in Orlando. It's probably going to be one of the largest uh, conferences on the planet. And um, anyway, that was it. That's going to be the following week. So I literally go from, um, uh, I'll be in Vail, come back for a day, uh, Thursday in the office, and then Friday morning off to Orlando for VMX. So I will be with you again. I might be there. I, I don't know what my schedule is going to be like at VMX. I might be able to do my show live there. Um, but if not, we will see you in the following week. Anyway, so have a great week or two, depending on what my schedule allows. And um, anyway, be safe on Super Bowl Sunday. Be safe today even. Have a great time. Hoping your teams win. And uh, we will be, uh, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. All right. Tell everybody. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.